Welcome to The After Show, where we explore the message behind the message. My name is Pastor Robbie, and I am one of your pastors here at Calvary Church. If you would, consider subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast wherever you're watching or listening from. It goes a long way to spread the good news of Jesus. I am here today to talk with you and a friend about our revival week that we just got done here at Calvary Church. And today, Pastor Jason McElwee is here to talk through it with us. Hey, Pastor Jason. Hey, Pastor Robbie. How you doing? How everybody's doing at home? Good. Great. What, what a week we had. Wow. I mean, um, revival was, it's, it's hard to quantify, but the, the, the only word that comes is amazing. Amazing. And uh, we had some great speakers, great worship, great time in the presence of God. And I mean, uh, I told somebody, they said, how are you feeling? I said, uh, I'm Holy Ghost traumatized. Wow. Because that's that's the only way I could feel. It was every night had its own unique stamp on it. I mean, night one, we had uh, Luke Barnett. Luke Barnett from Dream City Church. With Todd Delaney in worship. And yeah. uh, it was just a powerful night. What, what were some of your takeaways from night one, Robbie? I mean, that was an incredible way to start revival. Yeah, and amazing. Uh, the Barnett family is just uh, spiritual fathers and spiritual giants mm -hmm. in the faith. And so I knew of them. I've, I have some friends that know them really well. Mm -hmm. And um, an amazing testimony that Luke himself is actually coming out of, of yeah, going hiking. That's right. Uh, and then being, being crushed by a couple of ton rock and with us. A couple of months later, walking and preaching. 13 weeks later. 13 weeks. Thank you. Wow. It's amazing. So some of the things that I personally got out of when I was taking notes, um, it simply said this, we can't pray off bad patterns. Mm. We have to choose to change and create better ones. So good. And that, so good. that struck me personally because I, you know sometimes we get into a rut or we get into a rhythm that yeah. isn't maybe the most healthy rhythm, and then we're trying to pray out of it. Yeah. And really, it's it's we're praying something that we put ourselves in, yeah. and a lot of times God allows us to bring ourselves out of it with the strength that He gives us. Yeah. But a lot of times we're praying something, and it's like, hold, hold on, we actually have a, God's given us a little bit of control. We can do something about it. And yeah. so, just talked about the 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 patterns of our life. Yeah, and it's, I think it's so important because He talked about pace and pattern, mm -hmm. and at the same time, understanding what those patterns are. Um, one thing that struck me about what he said was sometimes we're looking for breakthrough in the new. Wow. And, yeah. But breakthrough may be in your everyday, ordinary life. And if you keep being faithful to the things day after day, God will open that door. But what, what happens now is we look for uh, the brand new. We look for the exciting. <laughs> we want it to happen quickly. Yeah. But waking up every day and praying and doing that same pattern is pointing us to the greater breakthrough. And I thought that was such a powerful uh, point to pull out of his message. I mean, I literally was just like sitting there going, wow, I've, I've never really heard anybody articulate it that way, but I'm grateful for not just the testimony, right. but just what God was putting on his heart. And then I think having Todd Delaney here, uh, Grammy award-winning artist, just kind of ministered through song. I mean, the night one was, was incredible. I mean, so much great feedback online. Yeah. Some of you were uh, tracking along with us. So thank you for your faithfulness and commenting, but it was, it was amazing just to see the response. Yeah. And so if night one was only the only service we had, right. then I would have been good. But then we had night two. <laughs> Bishop <laughs> Bronner. Yeah. 
All the way from Hotlanta, Georgia. The bishop himself. Bishop came. himself. And I believe you, you were able to spend some time with him, uh, picked him up from the airport. Yeah. Host him a little him up, bit. Picked him up from the airport and kind of just was like, okay, like Bishop brought us in like my car now. And, <laughs> but more importantly, just got to connect with him. A real genuine, humble man. Yeah. Um, has a great ministry and a great family legacy and uh, was grateful just to be able to uh, just kind of be around him. And sometimes you don't, you don't know people, but I felt like we connected um, just as brothers in the Lord. Awesome. And then, um, you know, he, he was able to get here. We had a little pre pre-service dinner and he was just sharing some things, how he's been mentoring a lot of leaders across the country wow. and how he's been able to share his wisdom. So I thought behind the scenes, some of you don't know, but he's just really giving out of himself and, yeah. and allowing himself to be used in great ways. And uh, the bishop is on demand. A lot of people want him to come speak. So we're grateful that so blessed. Pastor Marty said he's been stalking him for two years, <laughs> but he was able to come here. And what a powerful word. I mean, he talks just, I think, the three words that we all know, mm -hmm. catch, carry, and convey. How, how did that hit you when, when you heard him uh, share those words? Right in between the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it hit me right where I was, and I was like, I have to write that down. I need to understand that better. I need – when he said it, it resonated, I think, with everybody in the room. There yeah. was this, okay, something's happening here, and all about carrying or catching it, catching the vision of Calvary Church, mm -hmm. catching what it is that God is speaking to us right here, both individually and corporately. Yeah. And then carrying it carrying it with us, meditating on it, um, letting it change you, letting it kind of do something inside of you first before you just say something that you might not know what you're talking about. Right. Carry it for a little bit, meditate on it, let God speak to you, and then convey it. Yeah. And isn't that what we're supposed to do? Right. As disciples of Christ, go and make disciples and tell people. So yeah, carrying and he, it. And he used that metaphor of, you know, if I'm an athlete, I catch the ball, I carry it, and I got to get it over that goal line. I have to convey right. it over there. And and using that uh, an analogy with our faith to say, you know, we can't really bless people if we catch and we don't use our gift. Mm -hmm. But if we are, we're carrying a gift and we're not, we're not conveying that, we're not sharing with others, then it, it, we can't be blessed. But we fully have to use all three. I thought it was powerful. And then he ended with such a, with such a, a God moment where he said that God can use broken crowns. I mean, I don't know about you, but I confess I was crying. Were you crying, Pastor Robbie? Uh, I don't have to confess that on this Yeah, but it was, it was powerful just to <laughs> see how so God can use broken crowns, broken pieces, and out of our brokenness, can, God can use that for greatness. And there's so many biblical examples, but again, that, yeah. that was a powerful point. It resonated. Again, it resonated with everybody. And he, I think, was it his granddaughter? Yes. Who had a broken crayon? Yes. And it broke, and he goes, it's okay. It still works. Yeah. And, and it was just like, wow, that... Yeah, just because we've messed up, just because we've been hurt, doesn't mean that God isn't able to be effective through us. Yeah, and I would encourage you, if you're watching this or listening, if you have not listened to that message in its entirety, all the messages, please go to YouTube or our Facebook uh, channels or Calvary app, mm -hmm. rewatch those messages, because I've watched it three times and I've gotten some new things out of there just because I think it's a fountain that yeah. will continually allow us to drink from that because the word was so rich. So and good. so again, night two, we were like, wow, where can we go from here? And then Pastor Mark Batterson Mark. shows up, a son of the house, yeah. a former, uh, cut his teeth here at Calvary Church. And now he's pastoring and he's a famous author, uh, writing some amazing book, has a new book out called Win the Day. Win the Day, yeah. And he was here um, ministering to our congregation. It was like a uh, coming back home 
Uh, you have a lot of history with Pastor Mark, and you got a chance to know him. Take us through some of your yeah. behind the scenes and what you experienced the night of arrival. Yeah, so growing up here at Calvary uh, on a on a personal level, I've been here since uh, about 1987. My parents found Calvary Church uh, when they moved back to the area, mm -hmm. and we've been here ever since. And so, uh, knowing that Mark also grew up here, and uh, we probably crossed paths at some point, and I, I know a lot of the obviously the Schmickall family grew yeah. up with Amanda personally. And I uh, went to high school with Dave. He was a couple years older than me. And Just the founding, founding pastor is Pastor Founding Schmickall. pastor, Pastor Bob Schmickall. And now Mark, for those of you that might not know, Pastor Mark Batterson is married to Pastor Bob and Karen's oldest daughter, Laura. And they're out at uh, NCC in Washington, D.C. Such great history. Wow. Amazing history. And so... Uh, just seeing him back here, for those of you that were in the room or even watching, there was this nostalgic, but that 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 word doesn't do it justice. Yeah. It was special. It was, I think, God appointed yes. in him coming back. And, um, and what was cool to me, symbolic to me, was he was preaching and sharing God's word on the stage that his father-in-law, uh, God used and built through him. That's amazing. That's and so amazing. to have now a, a new generation, we had a lot. We saw, Pastor Jason, I know you saw it too. We saw a lot of young people Absolutely. come out for these revival Praise nights. Praise God. Every hires, single night. High schoolers, young adults, 18 to 30-year-olds and beyond. And every single night we saw. And so, man, when we say we want to be a multi-generational church, we are doing things to do that. And it's been amazing. But Mark, Pastor Mark specifically, Man, he said so many good things. Uh, one of those uh, that stood out to me personally is, you know, testimony is prophecy, or prophecy is testimony. Yeah. yeah. Because if God did it once, He can do it again. If He yes. if He's used you for something, He can use you again for something. Or your testimony is prophecy to what God is going to do and has done. Yeah. And so that was one thing specifically that pointed that that really touched me and touched a few of the young adults. Uh, at Vox. Yeah, and I and I remember seeing, um, you know, when I saw Pastor Mark uh, get down on his knees yeah, at the end of the service and really just allow the Lord to use him in that moment. And it just, it, I think it just broke open this moment of prayer. Mm -hmm. And to your point, nostalgic, symbolic, it was just a great moment to to witness in person. Um, and I just thought, wow, God, you are really, you are really moving in this place in a new way. Uh, and then uh, to have an altar call at the end. One of the things that really um, struck my heart was to see just the altars uh, flooded when, they, when it was time to come forward. Right. Yes, we can gather safely. We can wear our masks, but the altar, God is doing a work. Yeah. And I believe there was some soul work going on that night. And it was just amazing to witness so many young people, as you mentioned, um, coming to the altar. I got to see my sons just crying out to God. Wow. And as a dad, that just... It touches your heart, but more importantly, to be able to be in that special moment that was God ordained through the preaching of Pastor Mark and all the worship, it was it was incredible. I, and I I can I agree with your comments that uh, God definitely used Pastor Mark in a special way. And I know you guys had dinner afterwards. Uh, yeah. he, he got a chance to yeah. sign some of his new books and shared what he got to share with him. Take us through some of those behind the scenes moments yeah, that he not was, everybody was aware of. He was able to go out to the hallways and sign some of those books that people had bought. And I think that was a cool moment for uh, a lot of people who have been here for a while mm -hmm. and know Pastor Mark and his journey, uh, but then also some new folks that just know him as an author Yeah, and uh, kind of found him as an author, but then are now seeing the depth of his ministry through preaching and all the different things that he does. But it was fun. Uh, we were able to share a meal together and um, 
as, as special as it was for us, it was so special for him and Pastor Mark and Wanda Bergen were, were at dinner as well. And we were just reminiscing about kind of the old days when we had 5 a.m. prayer pretty regularly here at Calvary. Wow. And Pastor Bob Schmickall would open up the church. He'd be the only one here. And, um, you know, that's, as you say, cut your teeth. And Pastor Mark, he cut his teeth on prayer, wow. in prayer from his father-in-law. And um, just amazing time, amazing stories, just talking about Naperville, how, how different it is today, um, how Calvary Church has touched so many in regards to missions, in regards to people going out that don't live in this area anymore, yeah. but got their ministry start, got their uh, feet wet in ministry or in understanding of God's Word, and now are out in the business world, in corporate America, in nonprofits, and then in ministry as well, and just the amazing people that we've seen come through this church and how God has uh, has used this church. But one, one thing that he said that I think resonated also with a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, personally was, God doesn't call the equipped. He yes. equips the called. the called. Yeah. So many times we think we're not good enough. Yeah. We, we think we don't have the skill set. We, But God says, no, 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 just come as you are. Yeah. And it's so I, that, I thought that was powerful, and a few people regurgitated that back to me via text and whatnot, and I was like, yeah, you don't don't worry about it. Just yeah. be available. Yeah, and what resonated, I was watching some of the online uh, comments, um, and when Mark shared his story of how God literally healed him of asthma. Amazing. Um, and how it all began with a prayer in the hospital room right here in Naperville, right. and then he was able to, years later, hold on to that promise and then run a marathon. <laughs> uh, as as a testimony that God has healed me of asthma. I mean, I thought that was such a powerful and touching moment to really understand that God is in this for the long game. And yeah. that, you know, you pray a prayer and that God has a set point date where he's going to move. And Mark was able to experience that healing touch. And so, uh, Pastor Mark, if you're watching, thank you for sharing your testimony and just uh, giving your heart. We, 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 uh, we were so grateful, not just for for him, for all the speakers. Yeah. And Saturday night, we get here, and we're Ooh. like revved up from Friday night. Night four. Night four. Night four <laughs> and then uh, Pastor Shannon O'Dell comes here all the way from Arkansas. Come on now. And uh, talked about when you move, God moves. That was powerful. I, and that I thought, wow, this is this is getting it's getting better and better. So what was your takeaway with Pastor Pastor uh, Odell? Number one, he was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He was so funny. He he automatically it was like he I just a, like this. He guy. had a cool haircut like you did. He had Pastor a cool haircut Robbie. like me, of course. So that's what made him really cool. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was his demeanor. He had uh kind of how they say kind eyes. Yeah. You could just tell that there was an authenticity about this guy that he's not. He's just a real deal. And when he brought that, when he was talking about James 4, a a, a passage of scripture that everybody can probably quote really easily of, hey, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Right. But how many times over and over and over again are we just praying? Right. God, if you show up, I'm available. Well, it's no, no, no. We need to be available. Right. And then he's going to show up. And and that, I mean, especially for a generation right now uh, of of kind of leading the young adults, some high school students, um, a lot. This generation seems to be a little bit more entitled mm-hmm. than others, and so, well, it should be done for me. It, I, I'm here, so it should just be done. Well, it's no. There's there's work to be done. Mm-hmm. You have to work, mm-hmm. which is which is Pastor Marty's big thing with the shovel. Yes, and and so Pastor Shannon came in here in a different with with different verbs and different ways of saying it, but say, hey, there's work to be done. You have to move. Yes, to see a work of God. Yeah, not that. He is re- just reliant on us moving. If we don't move, then God won't move. Well, that's not true. Right. But God uses us. 
And so that was something specifically that really reached out to me. Yeah, and one thing I, I noticed, I went back and looked in my scripture and just started to review um, some of the miracles that Jesus, Yeah, the woman with the issue of blood, yeah. she moved towards Jesus. Wow. Zacchaeus, come down from the tree. It was all about movement. They had to move towards Jesus. And once they did that, they were changed forever. That's a good um, lesson. Again, and then if you look at those miracles and you study it at home, movement is involved. So I thought tying that together and really bringing that to a, a point to say, every time we see scripture, I mean, even the centurion, he yep. went to Jesus and all of his authority and said, if you can heal my daughter, but he had to come to Jesus. Wow. And then, and then, and then, and Jesus heals her on the spot. And he wasn't even, then the man had to move back home. He had to walk back to the house because he wasn't even present right. to see that the miracle actually took place. So I thought it was a powerful point that we can take yes. and we can and continue to remember in our everyday. God, I want you to move, but I'm going to ask the question of myself, what am I doing to move closer to God? And it's more than That's just good. reading your word. We need to do that. It's more than just praying. We need mm -hmm. to do that. But it's believing and having a posture. Okay, God, you know, I, I think the simple point is, Lord, I need a job. Mm -hmm. We'll fill out a resume. <laughs> and he talked right. about if you want to, if you want to, if you're single and you need a mate, you know, you just can't, don't just wait for him to come out of the sky or her to come out of the sky, but begin to move and, you know, comb your hair and <laughs> do what you need to do. Put yourself yeah. in the environment and God does the rest. So just a great point. And uh, again, we were, we were, we were having such a great time. I think the spirit of revival was just the ante, it seemed that like the ante was up every single, every, every night, single and night. especially when, especially as the week, weekend went on, mm -hmm. um, you mentioned it earlier in our podcast today, is that worship, oh yeah, worship ushered us in, readied our hearts to, to hear what the Lord was speaking through these different preachers. And on the weekend, we heard from uh, an artist, uh, Jessica Love, oh, wow. whose authenticity, whose, whose spirit uh, helped all of us oh, yes. really find Jesus and, yes. and find some clarity on what we need to do and how we can worship. Yeah. And so that was huge for Saturday night. And then we came back Sunday. And got a double dose. We got a double dose of Jessica and the worship team, Pastor Tim and Connor, Karina, Jamel, the whole team. Just what, I, what I've been saying here is, man, there's no egos at right. Calvary Church. Right. And that is expressed through how people are engaging now. Yeah. And, and really being able to just be open to whatever it is, because there's not a name above any other name other than Jesus. Yeah. And so it's so important, I think, for people to get that. The, and the worship, the worship, I, I agree with you, Hoarda. The worship uh, was was doing the, the 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 tilling the ground, right? Breaking up the hardness, and then you just sense that the Lord was like, "I have room to move." And then he used these amazing speakers. I mean, you know, Sunday morning he used uh, Pastor Jason Delgado yes. from from a vibrant church in Mississippi, and uh, man, he brought a powerful word. He talked about doubt. He talked about delays and denials, and mm -hmm. how um, even though we want God to move, God is working in the midst of all those uh, different situations. And I thought, wow. So I had a chance to pick him up from the airport as nice. well. And so he's first question he asks is, "How's the service been going? I've been watching online, but tell me all about it." <laughs> And I just said, listen, man, um, you got to bring it. Ready. <laughs> and he didn't disappoint. Yeah. He came through in a powerful way, and he was able just to share his heart. And uh, what were some of your key takeaways from yeah. Pastor Jason's uh, message on Sunday? Well, it was it was great because he he was referring to the Sixth Sense movie with yeah. Bruce Willis, yeah. and as he called him, that creepy little kid, <laughs> um, which we all we all saw, we all could relate, and we all were like, yeah, that was a weird movie, right? But and he used that analogy of I see dead people, yeah, and it wasn't just uh, us as pastors that really 
see dead people yeah. every everywhere we walk is and it's not about this physically we're we're alive and breathing and, and and going to work but what's happening inside yeah spiritually your soul what's going on and in so many cases of people that we interact with even us yes as pastors mm-hmm. interact with daily are dead inside yes and it's our job as believers it's our job as disciples to bring life to speak life out of these people that we deal with every day, and that's both you and I as pastors, but that's also anybody watching that believes in Jesus. And that was a huge thing for me is, wow, there are dead people everywhere we go. Right, and and, and I love the that that movie analogy, tying it to the scripture to say he used Lazarus. Right. And he had to say, you know, listen, when we want life to happen, we have to say and declare with a loud voice, come forth. Mm-hmm. And we have to believe that when we, we're the ones bringing life to a dead society or we, we counsel people whose marriages are on the rocks and perhaps dying. Yeah. But the key is to bring life, and that life is Jesus. And when Jesus enters the equation, life happens. You know, yeah. uh, revival happens. Mm-hmm. Um, people, dead things come back to life again. And I loved how he used how Thomas and how Mary and how Martha all were dealing with their own doubts, delays, disappointment. But yet God still worked in the midst of that. Jesus showed up. And he revealed himself and his glory was known to all of them. I would love to be a fly on the wall to hear the other lines of scripture. After Lazarus was raised from the dead, like what was life like (laughs) after that? Like he was alive. Right. And and they were able to see a miracle take place amongst them because Jesus showed up. And hopefully that ministered to some people Mm -hmm. who were watching. I know it ministered to us. And again, um, if you were in the house, a lot of our congregation, a lot of our family were just Again, I, see, I used it earlier, Holy Ghost traumatized in yeah. a good way. The Spirit was doing a work. And, and, it, and it's not just revival services, but revival lives on outside yep. of these four walls. And why is that an important concept to know? Well, it's an important concept because uh, the experiences that happen within the four walls of the church aren't just supposed to stay there. Yeah. And it was Pastor Mark Batterson, kind of when he knelt, he talked about uh, the circle. Mm-hmm. And he, he's got a great book out called The Circle Maker. And it was like, just revival has to start in the circle, and there's only room for one person. Wow. And that's where revival starts. Yes, there's great experiences that we had, and we're so grateful. Obviously, we're talking about those today, but they can't stay and just stick within the four walls of the church. They have to go out. That's the power of revival. That's the power of us as Christians and God using us in our workplace in the store that we go to, in our own family's life, yes, uh, both inside the house and extended family. Yes. And so it has to, it must. Revival is not just a moment. And, and I think sometimes we just think of these things that have happened in the past of revival. Uh, but what we, we know names and locations, but the names and locations are important because it's spread from there. Absolutely. It wasn't just this one little thing that happened. And so that's why it's so important for us to know and be the revival that, that God is allowing us and the influence that we have. As I used to say, let it begin in me. Yep. And then uh, um, I like the analogy that our pastor used. It's like a match head was lit. Now the flame is going out and it's consuming and it's bringing light to dark places. And if it begins in me, then I'm and wherever I'm at, I'm bringing revival. So it's kind of, a, it's, I love that you use that analogy. I'm mean, at the store, I'm carrying revival with me. Yeah. You know, and that revival is the life of Christ. If I'm at the gym, I'm bringing revival. Yep. And, and my mission and my life are all about pointing people to Jesus Christ. And and so I would love to, um, again, say here, here, thank you, Pastor Marty, for uh, just yeah. bringing us to revival. I mean, revival in the midst of a pandemic, and Come it on. was so needed at this time, the beginning of a new year. We're coming off of a week of prayer. 
So again, shout out to Pastor Marty for uh, these awesome friends he has. And I'm Leadership. looking forward to, yeah. um, I can't wait till we get to next revival. I think it's in August, right? I believe so. All right. Summer. Let's get to next. 2021. I wish, was, I wish it was next week, but we got we, we got work to do right <laughs> we now. We got some work to do. So Pastor Jason, thank you so much for, for joining us on the after show awesome. where we explore the message behind the message. And uh, thank you to you for joining us wherever you're watching or listening from. Again, we would love it if you would subscribe, like, comment, share. Hopefully this is an encouragement to you. And if you share it, it can be an encouragement to someone else. We do this every week. We hope it blesses you. God bless you. We'll see you soon.